Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to the new series of Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kerry Kermode. This week I catch up with a very excited Carol Kenyuk to talk about the forthcoming summer shows. And I was at Balaclucas at the Len to witness some Isle of Man plowers in action. Well, Kerry, it's uh, been a it's been a while. Welcome back, and welcome to our listeners as well to the new series of Countryside. Uh, well, a lot's been happening. Goodness <laughs> me, or not happening, as the case may be. That's it. We're in a lot better position than they are over in the UK. That's one thing for sure. And um, the Isle of Man government have worked very hard, along with the Manx public, to get us into this position of. Uh, being out of lockdown and able to go about our daily chores again. Yeah, and I think that we do need to to applaud all our services who have done so well. I know people have been moaning that we should have done this and should have done that, but when you're sitting in that chair trying to make a decision for the best, I don't think it would be an easy job, would it? That's right, a, a very difficult job, mm. and that was some of the uh, choices that some of our agricultural uh, show committees had to make this uh, year gone by, and decisions for going forward too into 2021 talking about the agriculture and everything is in the the thick of the budget isn't it as well and uh, that's been mentioned of course the the fishing industry because that's one we do try and cover on the show sometimes it's very difficult to sometimes to get to get some words out of people but um, obviously with the brexit happened and uh, fighting for the causes at the moment isn't it it is it's very difficult for the fishermen there and um, hopefully they will be able to find a, a way through that can benefit them that it's such a hard hard job out at sea and uh, to deliver such an amazing product as well uh, you know our island thrives from its uh, seafood industry and uh, the restaurants enjoy it but it's um, got to look after our fishermen the same as the farmers yeah and one good thing I think that's come out of it you, you look at the north of the Isle of Man in particular at the moment um, you know that the, the um, the mackerel man has got his stall there with big bry on a Saturday afternoon, and obviously the Camelli, you know, uh, shop has opened in Ramsey as well, you know, and it's encouraging to see that they're they're trying to do something different by grabbing it in off the boat and straight in the shop and selling it because uh, it's been lacking one of them up north for a while. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's um, This pandemic has brought to light food security just generally, but also the innovation and to, to bring the food to the public and maybe different methods, uh, takeaways instead of restaurants. And like you say, bringing the, the stock straight out of the sea and onto the to the counter to be sold direct you're cutting out middlemen and all the rest of it and it's it's really coming down to that now it's the survival of the fittest this pandemic seems to be going on and now it's the real hard times are setting in but uh, like i say food security is right up there and so important Mm, what's your favorite fish nemo Just a bit of cod i think oh fair enough well one event that seems to be going ahead is probably good news later in the year that's right. The Royal Manx Agricultural Show has announced that they will be holding their show alongside the Southern District Agricultural Show down there at uh, Great Meadow. And uh, I caught up with one of the secretaries, Carol Kenyuk, from the Royal Manx to see how the year has been. Of course, we didn't have the show in 2020 because of COVID. Um, that decision was made in April of last year. It was absolutely heartbreaking. But it was absolutely, there was just no way around it. There's so much organisation goes into it, inviting judges, planning. Um, we just thought the right decision was to cancel. And how has that affected the society? 
Um, we, we have had a financial loss through not holding the show, believe it or not, and with the overheads that we've had. But in some ways, it's made us more determined to put on a show this year. Um, that was our aim, our goal, and the decision was made by council in October that we would run with the show in 2021. Well, that is brilliant news, and I bet all of the Isle of Man will be looking forward to that event coming up in August. What kind of work has had to go in now to prepare, obviously, and the judges' situation? Judges, we usually um, start to invite the judges in the January. Um, all the judges um, who are on panels from the UK, we usually have about a dozen, 15 judges come over. They are on a, say, on a panel um, of their different breed societies, and they will be judging throughout the UK all throughout the summer. So to actually pin somebody down and have them agree to come to the Isle of Man is a major coup. The uncertainty of the borders was another big decision. And so in November, council were absolutely unanimous. We were having a show and to ensure that it was local only judges. That is a great privilege to some of the older generation on the Isle of Man that will be delighted to come and judge the stock. But also we've got some great stock people here too, Carol. And I think that's something that we have overlooked, um, unfortunately, over the years. Everybody wants to exhibit and have their you know, stock um, judged by experts, but we forget we have got experts here on the Isle of Man. And the judges I've been in touch with have been overwhelmed, honoured, delighted to come to the Royal Manx Agricultural Show. Um, in August. That is absolutely fantastic but for an exhibitor like myself it, the excitement of a show coming up I know my friends over in the UK are absolutely beside themselves they're still in lockdown you know the breeding stock you see them on Facebook there with nowhere to go but now we've got something nice to look forward to and it is a huge plus for the island as an exhibitor Carol it's always exciting to come away with the rosettes and those lovely silver trophies at the end of the day and I guess people will be getting them polished up ready to go back now. Yes, uh, we've decided to actually recall the trophies earlier than we would usually do. And if anybody was a trophy winner in 2019, if they could get in touch and arrange to either drop off or for me to collect them, I'd like really to get those back in as soon as possible. But not only that, um, Carol, we had a great prime stock show back in the late part of 2020. Yes, um, we're very fortunate. Again, one of probably the only agricultural societies to hold a prime stock show. Um, they were the last to last week in November, the livestock show was very, very well supported. Um, the mark was bursting at the seams with people, exhibitors, stock, and people were just delighted to be able to get together to show their animals. They hadn't been able to in 2020 at the summer shows and uh, their support really, really was much appreciated. And not only that night was one thing that everybody noted was how many young people were in attendance. It was just fantastic to see. And we're seeing that more and more um, through the different exhibitors. They've got family coming through, younger members, the young farmers. Um, well, we've always had a great relationship with the young farmers and they turned out in style and in numbers. And what do these events mean to like the local farmer community? You know, are they important? Very, very important. They're... They're just dates in their calendars and sometimes you'll find with farming people they don't actually see each other from one year to the next and it is just a big major thing. It is there. It's their day, it's their night and they want to continue with them as long as they want to continue. We're there to provide a show for them. And obviously like you've said now that 2021 is definitely going ahead. So what entertainment and things like that now have we got to look forward to? Entertainment again will be locally based. Um, we haven't really discussed in depth um, what entertainment we will have, but one thing we've rolled over from 2020, um, we hope to hold, it's a knockout um, competition. So we have got 
giant's costume on hire and the idea is it will be a corporate event and will be open as they do corporate um, teams probably a number of six people will have heats and then a final just before the grand parade on the saturday of the shows and like you say getting all these things brought together it is definitely teamwork by all of the show committee Everybody pulls together. We have our own little teams that go off and do different things, but at the end of the day, ultimately, everybody pulls together. We're all aiming for the same goal, to provide a show. And I suppose now, Carol, we'll be looking to ticket sales and maybe the exhibitors are getting their entries in? Yes, tickets. Um, well, we haven't actually met since November. Um, we had our AGM in December, um, where we don't discuss any other business apart from the AGM. January's meeting was cancelled. So there's a lot to discuss next week at um, the council meeting. Ticket sales will invariably go, probably start those after April. The price list schedule will go out at the end of April, as it always does. I have a list of the exhibitors from 2019, and anybody else that's interested, just get in touch. Trade stands will go live in the next week. Um, all details will be on our website. People can now actually apply for a trade stand online which is a new thing, and that's something that we're actually working on very, very closely with Callum Staley, is an online entry system. Excellent, yeah. Yeah, we've just decided now, people don't have checkbooks these days, can't <laughs> write checks, um, at least we have online banking, which is a bit of a coup, <laughs> but um, the online entry system we've been pushed for, and we've agreed, yes, that's what we're going to do. That is absolutely fantastic. And this year, will you be looking for any main sponsors, or is that all sorted out? Oh, no, we'll never say no to money. Um, we do have a loyal band of sponsors, um, in particular Manx Telecom. We've just signed a new three-year agreement with them. Their support is absolutely fantastic. It is phenomenal. They've supported us through the good years through the and more so through the bad years. Um, we've had so much technical support. They've put out the DVDs that we discovered that we actually had um, in our archives. And they've put those onto Facebook for us. And that's kept real interest into the society in the last few months. So that is something we can all mark down in our calendars now. And what's that date? Friday the 13th of August and Saturday the 14th of <laughs> August. <laughs> Unlucky for some, but I guarantee it will be a good one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be. No matter what happens, it will be a good... All the shows are good. Every show is different for one reason or another. But these two days really will, pulled, will be pulled together. That was Carol Kenyuk from the Royal Manx Agricultural Show Society. Yeah, and some good news there because uh, obviously people have been pending on uh, these sort of things, you know, waiting to see what happens because it, it's not something you'll know firsthand. It's not something you can prepare for in a week, is it? Absolutely not. And like Carol said, it takes a lot of preparation and to bring UK judges over on a normal year takes a lot of time and effort. But it's great to hear some of those stalwarts of the Manx community there coming forward to take up judging positions and uh, recognised wonderful, wonderful stockmen uh, of their day to come and judge the stock, which will be a feather in the hat to many to put stock in front of those people. Yeah, and, uh, well, it's been a pretty reasonable time at the moment for uh, lamb prices and, and beef prices, hasn't it, on the island? It really has. There was the impending doom of Brexit and um, all of the happenings with the pandemic, but it has uh, not really affected the beef and lamb trade generally. And with that said, it, where farmers are experiencing real good returns on their beef and lamb products here on the Isle of Man. Um, it's above the five-year average, especially for lamb, which it's um, where it should be, I suppose. It's a quality 
product, a great, great uh, pride taken in the lamb production here on the Isle of Man, uh, along with the beef as well. And um, it's really, really great to see. Excellent stuff. You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermode and myself, Simon Clark. Well, uh, we talk about events that have been put off and put off. We heard from Carol Kenick about one that's uh, at the moment certainly going to go ahead, the Manx, uh, Royal Manx Show. But uh, one event that went ahead was at Balaclucas Farm at the Len, courtesy of Liz and Will McMillan, their land there. And it was the Northern Young Farmers Ploughing Match. And I caught up with uh, the judge, Dennis Duggan, Colin Duggan, who was competing, and firstly, Stewie Callow. Well, Stewie Callow, you look as though you're done and dusted for the day. Uh, yes, Simon, uh, not too bad. Yeah. Not, well, not, not the best I've done, but yes. not too bad. But it's nice to get out. Lovely, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm very, very fortunate to be able to get out ploughing. So, um, which uh, is a few different classes today? Or? Uh, yes, it'll be uh, vintage hydraulic and world style. This is world style. And uh, Billy Kamord is up the top there. He's in the Manx style. Right, so three different areas yeah, of, of work. Yeah. And there was one horse. Yeah, I haven't been up for Luke, so I don't know <laughs> how the horse has got on. So, yeah. But the horse is, uh, he's, uh, although you've got the, the higher end of the field here at Balaclucas, it's... Uh, Still pretty soft underfoot. It, it is, yeah. It's, it's uh, remarkable the rain we've had, like, isn't it? You know, it's. Uh, uh, you don't think it's going to stop. <laughs> so yeah. But you've got the advantage, four-wheel drive on yours, Huey. Yeah, uh, I'm getting too old, Simon, to, to be <laughs> struggling. I've sat out in the open a lot in my lifetime, so. But the others. Nice the, to have a cab. Yeah, the others with the with the, the seen old Fergie there before. Al with the with the 35 all two-wheel drive they seem to be mm. trundling along though yeah no, no, they pull fine yeah yeah they're good smaller plows too that's the thing you know they're, but uh, no they're going well very good yeah some some good work done up there mm. and who's judging today uh, I think it's Graham Lord and uh, Dennis yeah, yeah all right well you're done for the day I'll let you crack on get warm get a cup of tea thank you Simon well, Colin Duggan, you look as though you're repairing or altering. I don't know which. Just plenty of altering, right? Yeah, yeah. And and is it is it all to do with the conditions? What you're altering stuff with? No, not not at this stage of the of the match. This is where you have it's critical to alter the plough so as to get a good finish. Oh, you're on the clash now, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks pretty good so far, though. Not bad. No, are you pleased with it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. What considering about considering conditions, make the best of the weather. Yes, if it's soft it's under soft under tyre, <laughs> yeah. to speak, isn't it? But yes. but it's nice to have something going on, isn't it? Get out. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine from North Wales uh, the other night on the phone, and he's dead dead jealous of us really? being able to go to a plough match. And, yeah. Uh, are you sort of stuck for time today, or are we no. all right? No, we're all right. How, how do you sort of start then? Do you, do you get you pick out of a hat a, a number? Yeah, yes. And that, that's your lot? Yes, that's your lot. And, and, and it's always a certain width? Yes, yeah. Um, everybody has the same amount of land Could to it plow. vary, or is it the same for each competition? can vary, depends on the size of the field. All right, so normally it's a... What a... 
Where are 50 we? yards? About, eight, about 60 yards, I think we are today. But well, it wasn't a bad guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So how, how would you how would you start off then? Do you, do you go out and you don't just start ploughing straight away, like do you? Well, you put your set your sticks up from the marks. Um, you're allowed three sticks to put your mark in. Your first scrape goes in, and then you turn round and you complete your opening split. Is the is the first part where you plough one furrow out one way and one the other way. Uh, that, that's, that's always to ensure all, all the ground so was all the land is moved. Yeah. And then um, that that's you stop then until that's judged because all that's, right, that's, yeah. that's part of it as yeah. well. Then once once that's judged you crack on then put set the set the bar in you start and that has to be straight, uniform, as level as possible with the rest of the ploughing and then carry on ploughing then and then ideally every furrow should be the same as the one he's sitting alongside they should be all sitting like little soldiers and um, that's your uniformity and has that made more difficult with the likes of today with with it being softer in areas the, the plough usually takes a bit more doesn't it puts a higher bit in can it can be, especially where you get these tram lines in stubble fields where the uh, fertiliser and sprays have gone on. The, the land is sort of compacted in in little places, and, right. and that will send a plough crooked. So you can crack on then till you get to the stage where you're at. Yeah, yeah. And then you bit um, of measuring and stuff. Well, then. you have to keep your measurements, keep an eye on your measurements all the way when you start. When you, you do three rounds round the bye, and then you measure up to your next man who you're joining up to, and you have to make sure that it's parallel. All right. Um, Can once... I affect it if the other fella makes a brock then? Oh yeah, you have to sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> a gentle word with them. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's up just, to just the measure it's up, then. To, it's up yeah. to me to sort him out. To, right. To, yeah. And then um, just keep an eye on the measurements coming through to the finish then. And um, so... But you've got to alter like, some stuff on the plough. Yeah, plough has to be moved. Um, yeah. Um, on my plough is old and everything is manual. But these modern ploughs have got it all by hydraulic. Right, so um, it's a Ford plough? It's Ransom? a Ransom's, yeah. Ransom's plough. Yeah. It's from about, around about 1970. It was new. Oh, quite a modern one then. <laughs> and the tractor is from 1977. International? So, yes. Yeah. yeah. Is this one of the first with the synchromesh gears, this one? Yes, on they yeah. were, yeah. 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 Modern technology for you. Anyway, they great. were a big step forward in their day. Yeah, it's <laughs> different now again, though, aren't they? Oh, Press well, electronic now. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave yeah. it to it. looks pretty good what you've done so far. And you, Colin, I'll let you okay, finish off you. the class. Thanks. See you later. Well, Dennis Duggan, you're one of the judges studying this clash hard here, but it is a ploughing one today. Uh, well, <laughs> considering the amount of rain that we've had this week and coming here today, it's remarkable how dry the ground is. And there's a lovely lot of work done here today. We're just in the process of judging along with Josh here. Yeah. Uh, we're not quite finished yet, but uh, it's going to be very close between the first three 
and on general we're very lucky to have such a wonderful day and weather considering the, what we've had this week. It is and when you consider and I was driving down here and I thought all the water on our land I thought there's going to be tow ropes and everything pulling because most of the, the older ones are like two wheel drive and stuff aren't they? Yes most most of the tractors that come to the ploughing matches now are pretty well vintage or very old tractors and they are lovely to see about and there's quite a number of just uh, two wheel drive tractors here today which normally you don't see but you know it's very nice to see them about. And uh, horse was here too though? No? Uh, yes there was only one set of horses here today and they've done actually a remarkable job up there lovely a lovely butter ploughing done at them and there's only uh, one entrance in the Manx style today as well and that's uh, a very good class as well a very good job done. Aye not much of a cab on the horse though is it behind a <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, there's probably a lot of people, the older generation, they'll remember having to do that day in and day out, regardless of what the weather was. Yes, well, the, the, the strange thing is that, you know, it took a, a few hours for them all to do their little piece here today, and somebody like Josh is going to come in tomorrow and do the whole field in about an hour and a half. <laughs> yes, when you when you see, well, the tractor's sitting down on the yard there with a five-footer plough on it, and uh, as you said, it probably Josh will just knock this off in a few hours uh, when he comes in as where there's been what I think 10 tractors here today ploughing or 11 actually yeah. uh, we've been sort of best part of six hours wow it's incredible isn't it uh, any sort of hint on who the winner might be or are you not going to reveal anything yet no we'll not reveal anything yet it's going to be very close between One three of them finish, but yeah. Yeah. We're not we're not quite at the finish yet because uh, they haven't all got their clashes done. So we're going to move down the field and uh, judge them now as we go. Well, much appreciated your efforts, boys, because uh, you need somebody to to keep an eye on everything. And uh, it's the it's the many rule breakers ever. No, uh, I think today we're just grateful to have them come here at ploughing matches to keep the tradition going. Uh, I remember when I was first started ploughing many years ago uh, it was very competitive and rules were rules but they seem to have been relaxed over the years and uh, it's trying to encourage newer people to come in as well and uh, but I think if you were too strict on the rules and whatnot people just wouldn't come in the tradition and it would die out which would be a great shame it would well, great to get uh, some insight into it there. Didn't get much out of uh, Graham Lord. He was running <laughs> away there. But, but him and uh, Dennis there judging the, the ploughing and uh, doing a great job. And uh, it's nice, you know, we thought oh, it would be tricky conditions with all that rain we've had and them some little small lot of two-wheel drive tractors. But uh, Will and uh, Liz McMillan there at Balaclucas, uh, you know, letting them in there. And it was a, it was a great bit of ploughing done. That's right. It's always nice to see the plough and it's such an art, isn't it? Mm. And it's so important to get the ploughing right for agriculture. You're getting them seed beds ready for the corn or the new grass seeds. You know, it could be there for years to come. So always nice to see a good bit of ploughing. And um, it's nice to see some of the younger fellas taking, taking up the reins and having a go too. Yes, it is. And another event that uh, is going ahead and practices are going ahead, ready for the four clubs uh, involved in the annual 
Isle of Man Federation of Young Farmers concert, uh, which is due in mid-March. So uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, some good news on that next week's programme. We certainly should, and I do believe they are braving that frost and snow queuing up again this year. Yes, we'll find out more next week. Uh, if you've got anything for Countryside, leave a message for Kiri Kermer or myself, Simon Clark here at uh, Manx Radio, and uh, we'll get back to you if you've got something for the programme, or you can send an email to countryside at manxradio.com. In the meantime, though, for this week, uh, we'll leave it there. We'll see you the same time next week. From me, Simon Clark. And me, Kerry Kermode. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.